1: This is the 5 o'clock report, 20 minutes of uninterrupted news, commercial-free. I'm Jeff Kaplan. House top story, a dozen people are in jail after a sting operation took aim at child predators during All-Star Weekend.
2: Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill says they had undercover agents pose as kids. They also had someone pose as offering a 7-year-old girl. He says that predators see big events like All Star Weekend as a great cover because they think police won't be paying attention online.
3: And so we wanted to make sure that uh, that opportunity was not there for them. And although he says they will prosecute these 12 people, for every one person that we catch, there are hundreds that we don't catch.
2: Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. Well,
3: I'm as tired of saying it as you are of
1: shoveling it. There's more snow on the way. And it's already here in some parts of Utah. KSL News Radio's Adam Small has details again.
4: KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson says the next wave of this three part storm will bring one to four inches to a lot of the valleys tonight and a little bit more Wednesday, but the timing of it could really cause problems getting to work this week. Matt says, along with tonight's commute, the storm could cause problems with tomorrow and potentially Wednesday morning's commute.
1: Matt says some parts of the mountains will get three or more feet of snow by Wednesday. Of course, we need the water, but driving in the snow is getting on people's nerves. Stephanie George in Marriott Slaterville says...
2: Had to leave early a lot, kind of planned for some extra time. Kind of tired of having to scrape off my car, but it hasn't been horrible.
1: Uh, she loves winter. Stephanie says she likes the snow, even with these terrible driving conditions we keep grappling with. Millions of Californians were absolutely giddy after getting snow, but we have found 500 people who are not giddy all of them students at a science camp.
5: The students have been trapped at the science camp in Running Springs, a roads covered in snow. The camp in the San Bernardino Mountains was supposed to end on Friday, but the roads were buried, and the California Highway Patrol advised Irvine Unified Schools a student should remain at that camp. Emotional students FaceTimed with their parents over the weekend. Some parents were determined to rescue their students, but they were told don't even try. Now the district says the CHP has told them the roads are safe for buses to go and get the students. The district saying the children are fine and will be coming home soon. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. The
1: snowstorm that battered California is now heading east. Maria chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk.
6: Jeff, at least nine tornadoes reported today in Kansas and Oklahoma. The largest touching down in Norman, Oklahoma. Police Chief Kevin Foster says they are assessing the damage.
7: We have several homes, businesses and schools that appear to have some damage from the storm.
6: By the time the storm reaches the east coast, it's expected to turn back into heavy snow in places like Boston and New York. At least 64 are now dead in that migrant tragedy off Italy's southern coast. Rescue crews today recovered several more bodies. At least eight of the dead are children who perished after a wooden boat broke up in stormy seas. The White House is responding to a new report on child labor, indicating migrant children are working in dangerous jobs across the U.S. Child labor is abuse and it is unacceptable. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the Labor and Human Services Departments have announced new actions to crack down on violations. The Supreme Court is about to hear arguments tomorrow over President Biden's student debt relief plan. The plan impacts millions of borrowers who could see their loans wiped away or reduced. So far, Republican-appointed judges have kept the plan from going into effect. And a top White House official say, says that there is still no consensus about the origins of COVID-19. National Security Council spokesman John John Kirby was grilled about a new report.
0: The president believes it's really important that we continue that work and that we find out as best we can how it started so that we can better prevent a future pandemic. The U.S. Energy Department issued what it
6: calls a low confidence conclusion that COVID-19 leaked from a Chinese lab, but four other U.S. intelligence agencies, think it jumped Thinks think rather it jumped from animals to humans in China. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio.
1: If you live in the Great Salt Lake Basin, you don't have to worry about a new water restriction that would have made lawn watering illegal before April 25th and after October 1st. That bill failed to make it
8: out of committee today,
1: despite. A pitch from Representative Doug Owens.
8: We're not going to be able to talk water into the lake. We have to actually do things. I don't think this imposes much of a burden on the public. And I think it assures our agriculture community that uh, city dwellers are going to do their part. Owens says water districts didn't like the part that
1: required this conserved water had to go back to the lake. Owens says he'll bring back the measure Next legislative session, President Stuart Adams of the Senate is pushing back against accusations that the legislature hasn't done enough to help get water into the lake. You've
5: done things like 300 million in water and, and secondary water meters, another 20 million secondary water meters, another 20 million in cloud seeding. And you're doing all of these things to try to generate or help conserve water. I, I appreciate the comments. But I think we're doing a lot.
1: Groups like the Utah Rivers Council have been critical to too much water's being diverted from the rivers that flow into the lake. KSL News Time 505. First look traffic on the 5 o'clock report. Here's Ricky Mees. I'm
2: looking at a live shot of this crash in Tooele County. It's westbound I 80 at exit 99 to go to Main Street SR 36 in Tooele County. We now have restrictions in place. For Highway 40, uh, traction control devices are required for all vehicles traveling that in Summit County. And restrictions for both Big and Little Cottonwood with a closure in place tonight for Little Cottonwood starting at 10 o'clock. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Thanks,
1: Ricky. KSL Newstime 506. There's a new warning for iPhone users.
2: Rahan Ayas says thieves gained access to critical personal financial information draining thousands of dollars from her bank account. And they denied access to her iPhone, turning her life upside down. Losing things you care about, like pictures of your family, and going through that all on my own without being able to reach anyone I care about, was probably one of the worst 48 hours of my life. What happened to Rahan is reportedly happening to more and more people. It starts with criminals in bars and other public places spying on iPhone users. The passcode that you type in to unlock your phone, that is what actually these thieves are after. Wall Street Journal technology columnist Joanna Stern adds that they proceed to steal the devices and lock the owners out, using the passcode to change the password, allowing them to turn off the Find My iPhone feature. Apple says the thefts are uncommon, and using the Face ID and Touch ID helps reduce them. Sherry Preston, ABC News.
1: So far, domestic chickens and ducks and turkeys in Utah are safe from bird flu. But with several wild birds infected, veterinarians are warning how dangerous it could be if one of those birds comes in contact with a domestic flock. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard-Bell reports...
0: It's harder to control in the wild, so the DWR is focused on limiting human transfer. So if you're going on hikes and walks on your days off around our vast wilderness in Utah, please don't touch any dead birds. And if you do, make sure you wash your hands. Bird flu can be catastrophic if it infects domestic farms. One infected bird can mean the whole flock needs to
1: be destroyed. The Division of Wildlife Resources says if one of your chickens or turkeys shows symptoms... Contact them immediately and notify your local vet.
2: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
7: There's desperation and anguish.
2: More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Martin, In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
1: Just in case you didn't hear about the pride of Weber State, Damian Lillard scored 71 points last night. His Portland Trail Blazers beat the Rockets, but listen to this. Dame Lillard was on the bench for 21 minutes of the game and still managed to have a bigger game than all but three players in NBA history. Why, oh why can't he play for the Jazz? Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on The Nines. Here's Ricky Meese brought to you by Granite Credit Union.
2: Well, for those in Big and Little Cottonwood Canyon, snow is coming down. Little Cottonwood will close tonight at 10 o'clock. Restrictions in place right now for both of them. And westbound delays on SR-190, Big Cottonwood leaving the slopes in the valley. We do have heavy and slow traffic on southbound I-15 from 5300 south to 90th, and we still have a little bit of slowing due to an earlier accident. Uh, this is I-80, uh, I, the 21st South Freeway at 5600 west.
7: Mark? If you're wondering what's causing delays on I-80 westbound through Tooele County, it's going to be a crash on the freeway exit to Main Street SR-36. KSL Trap trooper Val reporting multiple accidents on northbound I-15 between Orham and Pleasant Grove. And even though it's been tra- heavy traffic in Provo, Val says the weather is just windy. So far, no snow on that stretch of freeway I-15 in Utah County. Steve.
4: Right now, it's an ugly, snowy drive traveling Highway 40 for Summit County drivers. Traffic at a crawl right now between Jordanell and River Road. In fact, uh, restrictions are in place. Traction control devices are now required for all vehicles on Southbound Highway 40. In uh, Utah, in uh, downtown Salt Lake City, got a good drive leaving the city up into a Davis, Weber, and Elder counties. Uh, I-15 rolling steady and smooth right now both ways. We're all clear on the uh, West Belt. Legacy looks good. Highway 89, no problem there. And uh, Southbound Foothill, though, a little busy, scattered. Delays between 13th and 21st South. Gather the family, pass on the tradition, and discover new adventures together at the International Sportsman's Expo March 16th through the 19th at the Mountain America Expo Center. More information at sportsexpo.com.
0: Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center. As we head through the 5 o'clock hour, plenty of clouds and temperatures in the low 40s here in Salt Lake City. We'll stay there for 6 o'clock, upper 30s for 7 and 8. Ultimately, some snow will develop in the overnight and continue into early Tuesday morning. With your hourly forecast on the 5 o'clock report, I'm Kevin Eubank.
1: Sunset is at 616 tonight. Not that you're going to see it. Right now it's 41 degrees. Windy, the wind out of the south, 21 miles an hour in Salt Lake City. KSL News Time, 513. And we go in-depth now with Maria Shaleos,
6: Chef, a new Moai statue has been discovered on Easter Island, a remote volcanic island in Chile. Now, the statues were created by a native Polynesian tribe more than 500 years ago. They are human figures carved into a single slab of volcanic stone. Now, there are nearly 1,000 of them on Easter Island, the tallest, 33 feet. On average, they weigh between 3 to 5 tons. The heaviest ones, though, can weigh up to 80 tons. Now, while this newly uncovered statue is smaller than the others it's the first one to be found in a dry lake bed and if these dry conditions persist it's possible that they'll find more unknown statues now easter island for those of you who don't know is a protected world heritage site the most remote island in the world and these moai statues in particular are a major draw for tourists and last year they had a volcanic eruption that damaged many of them
1: how do you spell moai
6: M-O-A-I.
1: These are the blockhead statues, right? They are, yes. Thanks, Maria. KSL Newstime 514, an increasingly popular artificial sweetener has been linked to health problems for certain people.
5: Listen, erythritol is a sugar alcohol, an artificial sweetener commonly showing up in low sugar foods or keto friendly foods. A new study appearing in the journal Nature Medicine suggests erythritol may increase the risk of heart attacks or strokes in people who already have cardiovascular disease. Patients in the study had a higher prevalence of cardiovascular disease like type 2 diabetes, so the results may not apply to the general population. Researchers say it's too early to know if erythritol causes problems for those who consume it regularly. Alex Stone, EBC News. Cocaine Bear had a surprisingly
1: good opening weekend. It brought in $23 million after getting a lot of attention online when the trailer first dropped. And yes, Yes, a sequel has already been teased. The three things you need to know this hour first. Two
6: bills dealing with diversity, equity, and inclusion met their fate in the state legislature today. Neither of them will be moving forward. I'm KSL News Radio's Lindsay
1: Ayers. Second, the Utah House has passed a resolution requiring every class in Utah public schools to say the Pledge of Allegiance every day. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot.
2: Highway 40 is just getting nasty. Reduced visibility, winter driving conditions, and a slick and snowy drive. Both directions and now restrictions are in place for traveling. Highway 40 for all vehicles in Summit and Wasatch counties and in the valley. We have an accident westbound on I-80 at Lake Point. You are going to see backups to the 201 Junction. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic
0: Center. Plenty of clouds, gusty south winds, and another round of snow moving in. I'm Kevin Eubank.
1: A windy 41 degrees now. KSL's top national stories.
8: From ABC News, I'm Chuck Siebertson. Train car loads of toxic tons of soil and liquids are heading to government-approved storage and disposal sites from the chemical tanker train wreck in East Palestine, Ohio. Regional EPA chief Deborah Shore says a third location in Ohio has been added.
6: The addition of these disposal locations gets us closer to having enough capacity to finish the cleanup and to get all the waste out of East Palestine as quickly as
8: possible. A wall of severe weather moving across the country.
5: It was the same system that brought rare snow to parts of Los Angeles and heavy rain and wind to the region. Now on the march across the country, Norman, Oklahoma, hit by a tornado. A dozen people injured. Buildings have damage. Norman Police Chief Kevin Foster says they have the resources to deal with it. At this time, there's
7: no immediate needs. We don't need a bunch of water or things brought in.
5: And that storm now making a beeline for the Northeast where places like New York and Boston will get snow. Alex Stone, EBC News. Promoting tens of billions of dollars in security, economic
8: and humanitarian help for Ukraine. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who's visiting there. It has low confidence in a piece of evidence suggesting the COVID virus was born from a lab leak. Says the Energy Department. ABC's Ann Flaherty.
6: They're not letting this go. So we saw um, several House Republicans tweeting over the weekend that they were right all along. China is to blame and the U.S. government is hiding the truth behind the COVID virus. Of course, that's not entirely the entire story. We know that this could possibly be a lab leak, but we're not seeing any evidence that this was somehow weaponized or developed by the Chinese government. The
7: intelligence community said they saw no evidence of that.
8: Creating a new task force to crack down on an explosion of the illegal exploitation of migrant children for labor in the U.S., the Biden administration, Labor Department found that hundreds of companies employed thousands of kids. You're listening to ABC News. Time for the in depth on KSL.
1: The All Star weekend was a busy one for the FBI in Utah. They put several officers undercover online in search of child predators. Police say they now have 12 people sitting in jail cells. They're facing multiple charges, but Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill says they're still worried about others online and they need parents' help.
3: We want to not only uh, go after the predator who's going to exploit our children, the most vulnerable, but we also want to reach out to parents. We also want to reach out to families to say to them that this is. It takes a community effort. Here's an opportunity, again, to have that critical conversation with your children to, as a family to talk about the use of this technology. This technology is, can be very beneficial, but it also has some inherent dangers into it. In the old days, we used to worry about our children and leaving school and coming home at that distance, that time, but we were worried about our children, right? This technology now brings that stranger right into your home. So we need to be mindful of the power of this technology, and we need to have those honest and open conversations so our children can share with us. That they know it's a safe environment. That if something is doesn't sound right or doesn't feel right, that they can talk to their parents or that talk to an older sibling about uh, what they're experiencing. And we need to open those channels of communication. That's a family issue, and we need to focus on that too.
1: Simgill says they'll prosecute the dozen people arrested during the All Star Weekend sting. Again, they are currently sitting in Salt Lake County Jail. KSL News Time 5:19. Now, traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines were brought to you by Granite Credit Union. Here's Ricky Meese.
2: We do have slowdown southbound I 15 from Murray to about 90 of South Sandy, and then a little bit of an uptick in traffic as you're leaving Draper and going through Bluffdale prior to the point of the mountain. Also, some restrictions in place for big and little cottonwood delays for SR 190 Big Cottonwood from the slopes, trying to get up that hill before you come downhill. Uh, I think that's called Cardiff Bluff. Uh, and then for those on the 201, a little bit of heavy and slow traffic, westbound Redwood Road over to almost Bangor. And then we had an eastbound accident at 5600 Weston, so it's kind of heavy from there over to the West Belt in that
7: stretch. Mark? While we're in the Cottonwoods, we'll tell you a little Cottonwood Canyon. As a reminder, will be closed down late tonight at 10 o'clock for avalanche mitigation. Over on the west side, I-80, you're dealing with a crash westbound as you exit Main Street, senior 36 Dwella County, and... And on I-15, you've got northbound delays with several problems that are clearing on the freeway between Orem and Pleasant Grove Boulevard. Steve? We have winter driving
4: conditions and restrictions in place for all vehicles. Highway 40 in Summit County. Traction control devices are required for all vehicles on Highway 40 right now between Jordan and Heber. We have delays on Highway 224. That's northbound between Bear Hollow Drive and the I-80 ramps coming out of Park City. I-15, good shape, uh, full speeds both ways between downtown Salt Lake City and uh, Brigham City. All clear on the West Belt, Highway 89, good to go between Lagoon and I-84. Revel in Dvorak's light and bright symphony number five from its flowing introduction by the clarinets to its bohemian dances to its rousing finale. March 3rd and 4th at Abravanel Hall. called UtahSymphony.org. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center.
0: The KSL seven day forecast starts off pretty active. We've got clouds tonight with strong south winds, but that'll give way to a cold front in the overnight that'll bring an inch or two of snow to the Salt Lake Valley early on Tuesday. Look for a low of 28 and a high of 37. Skies become mostly cloudy by afternoon, scattered showers over the mountains. Then a second storm gets here on Wednesday. That will bring another one to two inches in the Salt Lake Valley, temperatures in the 30s. Skies go partly cloudy for Thursday into Friday, then another little brush by storm Friday afternoon. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Kevin Eubank.
1: We have a 20 mile an hour wind. It's 41 degrees. Temperatures will be dropping shortly as a little bit of snow moves in during the overnight hours. KSL News Time, 521, your seven day forecast, brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful.
5: Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News, only on KSL News Radio. Yeah.